Hello, everybody. This is Rachel Prince, Airbnb realtor and rentalpreneur here in Indianapolis. Here on the Airbnb Entrepreneur Podcast with a very special guest. All the guests are special. And I'm just super excited for Brad Klopman to be here with us today because the way that I found him was actually via the Facebook group Airbnb Humor. Yes, yes, guys, there's actually a Facebook group called Airbnb Humor. And I was actually on the lots of different professional uh, host Facebook groups, and I just kind of got tired of all the complaining and all the questions, and I just wanted something a little bit lighter. And I came upon this group, and I really resonated with it. It just seemed just really light and fun and made it all just seem better and uh, more enjoyable to be a host and to be in the short-term rental business. So I brought on the founder of the group and also the founder of the co-host company out in Joshua Tree, and uh, he's here with us today. Brad, hi. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Rachel. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so glad we get to chuckle a little bit today. We're already chuckling going over some of the uh, goodies that we're going to talk about today uh, regarding this Facebook group, Airbnb Humor. Why don't you just kind of introduce yourself? How did you even think of starting this Facebook group? I know it's just kind of taken off and everybody seems to be enjoying it. Well, thank you. I mean, your your knowledge of the group and and finding it is sort of how I fell into it. I'm a member of a lot of those Facebook groups on uh, the professional hosts and profit club and all that stuff. And, you know, sometimes there's good information there, but it's also a lot of complaining and whining from hosts. And then every once in a while, there'd be a funny post in there. And, you know, people would enjoy that funny post. And I thought, oh, is there a collection of these somewhere? There must be a Facebook group like this. And when there wasn't, I thought, oh, geez, I should really start collecting some of these funny stories from these other groups, as well as as a host myself for the past four years, or a co-host, I should say. Uh, I have a knowledge of that space as well to create my own memes and stuff. And so the Airbnb Humor uh, group was born that way. So you're a host for several, basically a, a short-term rental or vacation rental property manager, right? That's your main business, or do you do consulting as well? Uh, correct. I do some consulting on the side, but my main gig is a professional co-host, I would say, out in the Joshua Tree area. So I've, you know, I've never owned an Airbnb myself, but I have co-hosted up to 27 properties at once uh, over the past four years. So I certainly am, am deep into the culture of being a host. So I certainly can find the humor in that and really wanted a place for all the <laughs> yeah. laugh. And like you said, just enjoy, you know, the lighter side of being a host and to laugh at what we're, what we're doing too. I checked out your website. I think it's the cohostcompany.com, correct? Correct. And I saw some really beautiful listings. Is your folks, why don't you tell us a little bit about the listings that you attract in or you're working with now? And I mean, they seem very luxurious, almost Airbnb Plus uh, listings, oh. if you will. Have they made it into Airbnb Plus? Yeah, Airbnb Plus has not come to the Joshua Tree area yet, but I am excited oh. for them to expand into this area because I do feel like all the properties I manage could qualify. Uh, just in general, the Joshua Tree area really lends itself to very unique and individualized uh, properties. So it's, it's sort of by accident that they're all really great, and, and there's not really sort of a cookie-cutter uh, property out here. And so I do find myself gravitating more towards um, those nicer properties, and those owners actually gravitate towards me for that reason, uh, to be a part of that uh, collective. 
what's the average nightly rate that those Joshua Tree properties are going for? Uh, it depends. I mean, there's a, a larger property, Cactus Moon Retreat, that's uh, six bedrooms, three baths, has a separate detached yoga studio on it where we get a lot of yoga retreats and wellness retreats. My wife, Cynthia Morgan, actually does a retreat out there every year called Desert Reset. And we can get, I mean, on peak peak weekends, uh, in like October, for example, we can get up to $1,500 a night um, for the entire property. And then New Year's, over $2,000 a night. But then I manage some that are small, um, like Los Vientos is a one-bedroom, one-bath, just 600 square feet, but it's in a beautiful location. And, you know, it's topping out at like 175 um, But, you know, it's, it's still an amazing property for its, for its uh, location and price. So yeah. they really run the gamut on what they, what they go for. That's nice. Yeah, um, I just love it out there. So I, I'll have to hit you up next time out. I'm out there for yeah, Boxy Fest or something. <laughs> um, okay, so tell us a little bit about how uh, your background. Background. What do you? Where do you come from, Brad? Like, what's your story? <laughs> sure. Well, my story's a little roundabout way of getting into this business. It was never. I never sought out this business. I was never intending to be in this business. Business. It sort of found me. Um, I came from the film school world. I worked at Outside Magazine for a couple of years. Um, I ended up producing a couple feature-length documentaries and working in Hollywood. And during my time in Hollywood, um, my now wife and I were dating, and then we got engaged. And when we went to get married, we did not want to have a wedding. We didn't want to really tell our families. We just wanted to elope somewhere secret and special. And so she got on VRBO at the time in 2013 looking for a special house for us to go get married at. And uh, she liked Palm Springs, but didn't quite feel like a place to elope to, wouldn't feel it was private. So she moved up into the Joshua Tree area and uh, found a house up there that was really secluded, surrounded by boulders, real architecturally interesting. And we were like, ah, this is the place where we should get married at. So we went out there in uh, May of 2013, uh, eloped. Nobody else was there. We didn't even tell our family and friends we were eloping. And then I filmed a video of our elopement to tell everybody. So we didn't. I, I like to say we didn't invite anybody so I could show them the video and everybody could be invited. So when that video That's took awesome. off. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So the video took off on a couple wedding blogs and really gained some traction in that wedding space that the owner of that house we got married at started getting more and more requests for, for elopements and loved the video. And he was like, gosh, you know, huh. could you make me a house tour video? Excuse me. Uh, how, could you make me a house tour video of my house? And you know, he wasn't in the vacation rental space. He didn't know anything about vacation rentals. He was just friends of his ass that, you know, they could stay at his house. And so that's why it was on the VRBO. And so I made him a house tour video. And then I was like, God, you know, your website really could use an upgrade. I can make you a better website. And then I made him a better website. And then I was like, gosh, you really should be on Airbnb and you should be on Instagram. And you should really like, this house is amazing. You need to get this house yeah. out there in the world. And, you know, he was like, sure, if you could make this do better, like go for it. And so I just slowly started, like, marketing and promoting and really putting this house out there. And it really gained a lot of traction and quickly became one of the highest grossing, you know, per-room houses out there. And it became so successful wow. that other hosts in the Joshua Tree area started going, hey, how are you doing so well? And he was like, oh, actually, it's just this guy, Brad. He's really doing all this work for me. Now, at the same time, <laughs> I was still living in L.A., producing corporate documentaries at the same time. So I was sort of, my foot was kind of halfway in this, in this world in Joshua Tree. I started realizing there really wasn't somebody like me taking over these properties that were really amazing and maximizing their potential. So I ended up starting working with a couple more houses out there. I actually picked up a wedding venue 
uh, that needed help with their marketing. And it just really organically grew from there to the point where, you know, I was getting hitting up by dozens of homeowners wanting help with their Airbnbs. And when every single one I touched really turned into something special, um, I ended up working for, when I moved out here, I worked for another uh, vacation rental company out here briefly. And then I realized, God, I really could just do this on my own and take all the things that I did for that original house that I eloped at and offer those specific services to other people in the area. And so I, that's why I call it the co-host company because I like to think that, you know, I'm partnering with these homeowners. I'm really coming together and joining with them to create an, a unique experience. I think too often these vacation rental companies, they kind of put you under this corporate umbrella or it's a corporate account and it's very, you know, it's sort of what you traditionally think of an old school model of a, a management company uh, onboarding properties underneath their, their, their corporate account. And I really like to think of it the other way, that no, these homeowners really spend a lot of time and energy creating beautiful properties, just like you were mentioning before, and I'm only there to help them and partner with them to create an even better experience for the renter and really maximize their return, too. I mean, they all are, you know, in, in there to make money, and so I also come at it from a very investor-focused perspective as well. And so I like to say that, you know, I didn't choose Airbnb. Airbnb chose me. Um, and for the past, you know, it's been over almost five years now, I've, um, like I said, co-hosted up to 27 at once, um, you know, some for this other company, and then I went to the Airbnb Open and met a lot of um, Airbnb employees there and other hosts there. I did a lot of brain dates. I think you were there. We never actually connected at the Open in L.A. Yeah. Those were the glory <laughs> days. The Airbnb hosts open. Man, they knew how to throw a party. They did. It was a really well-done uh, experience out there, for sure. I hope they do it again. I really do. <laughs> Another host know, open, maybe in the near future. done in a few years, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I need to blow off some steam with my fellow co-hosts. Speaking exactly. of fellow co-hosts, do you think uh, that, you know, as we said, the, the subject of this podcast is all about the Airbnb humor Facebook group. And so I was curious just if humor has any piece whatsoever or any part whatsoever in these listings because, or is this just how you blow off steam? Because <laughs> what I makes mean, me so special? <laughs> I, that's a good question. I mean, I certainly think that, Anytime you can inject humor into anything, that it's just going to be a better time. So um, I have always been the one communicating with all the guests throughout my time on Airbnb. So any, you know, I, I, my wife thinks I'm funny, so I try to be funny when I can. Um, and also just try not to take everything so seriously. I mean, these people are coming out on vacation, at least here in Joshua Tree. They're all on vacation to enjoy themselves in the area. So Yeah, um, I guess I need to involved. infuse... I need to infuse a little bit more of that. Lately, it's been a little bit serious around indie. All these uh, newbies coming in on Airbnb and asking serious <laughs> questions and stuff. And I, I'm like you. I, I, I'm kind of a funny person. I like to inject some of that humor into my communications with my guests where I can. But oftentimes, sure. you know, the redundancy or the silly questions or sometimes the mundane just gets to be, you know, <clears throat> just a little bit nerve-wracking. So... Um, that's exactly. why, you know, we need the group. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not take everything so seriously and just have fun with it. Yeah. I think it's easy. I mean, I don't know if you have the same experience, but as a host, it can get overwhelming sometimes with, you know, booking new people in the future, people staying at the house, potential clients. Like, it can, all, it can get a little overwhelming. And so it's nice to yeah. think that there's a place to go laugh at the job you're at and enjoy the lighter side of it. We're not laughing at you, Airbnb guests. We're laughing <laughs> 
because of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, well, listen, before we get into some of the little funniest memes that I wanted to kind of recap with sure. you that I really enjoyed from the group, um, I know you had just touched on the fact that, you know, you like to inject humor where you can, but but just give us, you know, the the overview of why you think your properties in Joshua Tree are doing so well and, you know, is it just the luxuriousness of it or the hospitality or just all of it? I, yeah, it's a good question. I really think that I'm, when I come together with the host, I really try to get with them and understand, like, why they're doing it, what they want to present, like, what their goal is. And uh, like, so a recent house I just onboarded, uh, Starship Landing, is a couple from L.A. They're just getting married uh, in a couple weeks. And they really wanted to create this sort of kind of alien-themed experience, not over the top, but have touches of it on their houses. And so the one they just launched, Luna, a couple weeks ago, has a more modern vibe to it. And then they're currently remodeling a house next door, uh, Starship Landing Aurora, that's going to be more of a retro kind of outer space theme. Uh, and they're just trying to, to give that touch of that experience to the renter, and they border uh, 6,000 acres of the Sand to Snow National Monument, uh, Black Lava Butte, and Flat Top Mesa extension, wow. which yeah. is amazing. I mean, it's just 6,000 acres. It's kind of like they're on 6,000 acres Sells because they itself. border right next to it. So there's yeah. this sort of, you know, people from L.A., there's like this alien-like quality being out there. So I really, you know, came together with them and said, like, what do you guys want to create, and let's let's figure this out together. And then, of course, all the traditional property management things have to be top-notch. Linens, yeah. uh, towels, you know, the communication, you know, what touches you leave in the house, like coffee makers and coffee, and, you know, like just making sure that their experience is great. But then on top of that, there's a level of marketing and branding and promotion that I, I inject into everything as well. I mean, all my houses have Instagram accounts. Um, most of them have their own dedicated websites, and I try to figure out who their renter is. You know, Cactus and Retreat's renter is, is you know, skews female yoga wellness retreat. Um, Starship too early to kind of figure out who our exact renters, but we like to think it as um, larger friendship groups because there's going to be like eight or nine bedrooms total between the two houses um, that want to experience the sort of out there Joshua Tree experience. So there's certainly plenty of places you can stay in Joshua Tree that are in town and more uh, yeah. dense, but this is really an out there type of experience. Say just the last point, Los Vientos is also borders the Sand to Snow Monument on the south side, and it's really like a hiker's cabin. And we try to, you know, get people that want to feel like they have 6,000 private hiking acres out their back door. So we tend to skew our marketing more towards that outdoor group. Right. So do you think that, because really Airbnb kind of sells itself. The one glorious thing about it is you create a listing and people come right to you. I mean, I had a, a client just do a, do a consult just the other day and we literally got her set up and within 24 hours she had her first two bookings, <laughs> yeah. long bookings. You know what I mean? So it kind of sells itself. Sure. But at the same time, I think the point that I'm kind of hearing, because you really don't have to do a website, you really don't have to do an Instagram account, but I think coupled with the, the luxury and hospitality and service that you're offering and creating a little bit of competition and you know, making it stand out with this Instagram and this uh, website, it sounds to me like you're able to get a higher price point and uh, you know, I mean, that, that seems to be the difference because if you Correct. just had put it on yeah, Airbnb, a, then you can, you can get 
you can get your, you know, average bookings and be happy with that. But to actually make it a luxury listing, you, it's like almost like you've got to create the atmosphere all around it and create the need and make people want it. And then there's competition or what have you. And then people just like have to stay at this place and they'll pay for it, you know? That, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I'm okay. trying to do. Well, I got that because you I, – I only just – this is an, a revelation for me too because I've, I've actually – this is actually really cool because I've been thinking lately, like I run almost 20 listings here, and they're all, you know, decent, and they all do pretty well, and, you know, I don't really have to do much. But I've been, I've been watching that uh, Netflix series, Stay oh, Here. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, and yep. it's all about designing and luxury Airbnbs sure. or, or vacation rentals. And I'm just like, what is it? What what could I do next? Like, what is it that's going to push me over the edge? And I really think you're doing that. I think that's really cutting edge. You're actually creating that. And like you said, you get a lot of L.A. people. You give it kind of this vibe. I mean, the names alone of your properties are the Starship Landing. Uh-huh. I mean, they're fabulous, you know, and I always try to do that, infuse that when I'm naming a property, but I think that you've, you've really come across something uh, for people to take note of here, and whatever you're doing, that formula is really working, so well, good job. thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, i got to give Christy, the owner of Starship Blending, for the name on that one. I do have a naming protocol, and I do like to name properties, and I've certainly named dozens of them, um, but you're right. Another thing I want to touch on about what I feel like you, you're hinting at is that you're right. It, your marketing is Airbnb. I mean, that really sells itself. And I noticed that, that it, especially Joshua Tree, maybe four years ago, really in the days of Airbnb in Joshua Tree, you could put up a listing. You could just walk around with a potato and take photos, and you'd get rid of it. It's really easy. <laughs> right. But nowadays, there's so much competition in Joshua Tree. It's, it sometimes shows up on lists as the number one place to start an Airbnb. Um, it doesn't have the volume as other places do, but it's certainly compared to the cost of the home and then the return you get on that, it's really high. And so because of that competition, to me, Airbnb becomes your baseline. Everybody's expected to do a certain amount of business on Airbnb, but I then take it to that entire next level with what you are correct in that it creates a higher demand for the house, which then creates a higher nightly rate, which then gives that homeowner more return. And so I am always the person 100% choosing every price for every night. I mean, I love like Beyond Pricing and, and those types of platforms, and maybe I'd use them if I was in like D.C. Or, or Dallas or something, but in Joshua Tree, there's just so many different pockets of areas. It's, you know, whether you're next to Boulders or you're near the park or you're near this thing called the Integratron, which is an amazing uh, sound bath um, experience place, like automatic pricing systems cannot figure that out. So I really like take all that into account as well as create the demand. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do with my marketing and social media and everything is to me that I want my properties to be people's first choices so that when they get on Airbnb and they're bombarded with 300 amazing houses and there's plenty of amazing houses in Joshua, Joshua Tree up here, that they look at mine and go, oh man, like great reviews, great everything's so great, like this is the place I want to stay at first. And so we get people booking yeah. six, nine, sometimes a year in advance for the properties because they cannot stay anywhere else. they got to stay. Right. And so I'm glad that you know, other people are noticing that because I do really spend a lot of effort with the final goal being you're making more money. Like we're all just, it's yeah. a business. And we're all just trying to make more money. And I'm trying to think I've figured out some keys to that to make the most money for these owners. Absolutely. I think I've, I've 
revised the name of this podcast to getting ahead with a bit of Airbnb humor. So that being uh, said, <laughs> that being said, let's move into some of these funny memes that um, sure. basically stood out in the group. The first let's one that it. I really loved was, remember that one of the uh, queen of England yep. and she has all her advisors and they're all, it's a meme and they're all peeking out the window and the, uh, meme says, checking to see if the guests have left so you can finally walk out of your room and live your life, which I think is hysterical. <laughs> That's a good one. For yeah, people, she looks very for concerned people, looking out the window. Yes, yes. For, well, for people in, in who rent out rooms, I think sometimes sure. that's the case. That's how I felt in my old duplex. I was kind of like, when I rented out a room, I was like, yeah, that's, I just want to stay in my room, for that, wait for them to go, and then just be <laughs> done with it. So. Exactly, exactly. Um, let's yeah. here. I the like one the one I, of, yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just, the one I connected with when I first created the group, you know, like I said, I was reposting a lot from other people, but one I created myself was based off the that would be great meme from Office Space, um, where, you know, Lumberg asked him to, you know, do certain things, and people always ask for, for early check-in. So I created the meme, you know, if you could just op stop asking for an early check-in, that would be great. <laughs> um, I thought that was yeah, pretty funny. please. <laughs> you know how many of those I have to deal with? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I love the one about the uh, uh, the box spring that's sitting out by the dumpster and it's spray <laughs> yeah, painted sure. on it, and it says, "Box spring free, no stains, no bed bugs, only one death." <laughs> and then someone, someone in the group wrote, "Hurry!" So yeah, that was fun. Yeah, those who you know, it's it's a typical hotel thing to think about. But I think as hosts, sometimes you're always wondering, you know, where to pick up extra things for the house or or not. We're not or, the, or not in that case for sure. Um, yeah, uh, I, like I the, love. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I like one. I liked was the um, I don't know if she's a comedian or what, but Terry Metz created this video where she's spending. 20 minutes, you know, or two minutes, I guess, the video, um, describing <laughs> yeah. how to fold a fitted sheet and really goes yeah, into yeah, detail yeah. where she's inside of it and she's pulling it over her head and she's on the floor rolling around. Yeah, and I love think that we one. all, cleaners are not, experienced that as a host. I still can't fold a fitted sheet. I've been doing this for six years. I still can't figure that out. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> My I just, cleaners uh, say they got it figured out, so I trust them that they're at least I know. I, we just throw everything into a pillowcase. We kind of fold it gently, <laughs> oh, yeah, and now nice. we just do pillowcase, uh, fitted sheet, and uh, flat sheet sure. all in there, and we have piles of those. Uh, I love. Well, you well, had actually, a good thought, meme. Yeah, you had a good meme about toilet paper, and I feel like there's a lot. There's, yes. You can sort of go on forever about toilet paper. What was that one? Oh, I yes, my uh, mom. Yes, my mom sent me this picture of this beautiful rose that her cleaning lady made out of toilet paper on her toilet paper holder. And um, so as a joke to my cleaner, I sent this picture. And I didn't say anything with it. I just sent the picture knowing that my cleaning lady was going to freak out. And immediately she responded and she said, are you trying to kill me? <laughs> uh -huh. Speaking of the toilet paper one, the one that said six girls, six days, seven rolls of toilet paper. Exactly, yeah. I think it's a photo of a, a bathroom that has like 15 or 20 
like uh, toilet paper rolls above the toilet yeah, and yeah. four <laughs> next to the toilet and then one on the handicap bar also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, like, that's still no, not enough. Well, I put the picture of the uh, screenshot of the white screen and then two dots for the Airbnb calendar that's loading and said, this is me waiting for my Airbnb calendar to load. And I said, yeah. good thing my battery, phone battery is at 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the only one that my phone would just take forever to load the calendar, so I was glad to Good see Good Lord, that. no. It's actually a problem. In fact, they announced it months. They said, we're going to have faster calendars loading, but I don't think it's oh, that much faster. I'm glad to hear that. They need that. Yeah. Any others that you can think of? Um, I mean, there was a funny one, another meme I saw. I, you know, I don't know some of the original posters of these, but there's a banner. I think it's at a dinner party, um, and the banner says, please leave by 9. Um, and so it was just the person wrote me when I host something. It's just funny that they're, <laughs> you know, making sure they're out on time. That can be a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, the one I really liked that was that I loved before I even started the group was the um, the YouTube uh, comedy channel Above Average back in 2015 created a video called Airbnb Express, and I uh, encourage everybody listening oh. to go check that it out. It's hilarious. They basically have a commercial for a new service for Airbnb called Airbnb Express, where you can go visit someone's house for two hours and go through all their stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And all of these are on Facebook.com slash Airbnb Humor. I believe Correct. Right? I think it's I think it's yeah, slash, slash Airbnb Humor. But yeah, I mean I own oh, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, Facebook.com slash groups plural slash Airbnb humor. But if you search Airbnb humor in the Facebook title bar, you can uh, search bar, you can find it. Yeah, we have about a, over a thousand members on the Facebook group, but I also have an Instagram account that's just at Airbnb Humor, um, where I just repost a lot of those from Facebook. It's not as you know interactive and, and community like on Instagram, so the the Facebook group is for sure more active. Um, I own the domain too. Yeah. For one day, there might be a website, but when, uh, when I realized day. it was available, I snatched it up everywhere. So, Airbnb, if you need a humor advisor, I uh, can certainly do yeah, yeah. that job too. There you go. I like the one. Uh, there's two that I kind of liked. Uh, one was the AC unit that when you flip it up, uh, the little panel, it has like a, what the two dials and the little oh, vent right. thing looks yeah. like a like like face and the I can't remember exactly what it said, but the someone posted this. Oh, if I can only be an AC unit, what the AC unit has seen, or what have you, because it looks like right, a face. Right, like the thing the AC unit has seen. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> called parado pareidolia. It's when you see pareidolia. a face in something, and that yes, AC unit that is a perfect example of that because it definitely looks yeah. like he's freaked like out at everything he's seen. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think, yeah, people will think those are cameras or something, and then they freak out. Uh -huh, uh, yeah. the, the other one I liked was the one about the dog pillow, or the pillow, and the, the host wrote our, in the Facebook post, our dog is tiny and perfect, she said. It never leaves our laps, she said. Gee, I wonder who molested my pillow to shreds, and it's like shredded up <laughs> with like pee on it and stuff, or drool. That's, or that's something I noticed, that in the hundreds of dog requests I've gotten, every single dog is perfect, doesn't shed. Our dog is perfect, shed. doesn't shed. Doesn't bark. And I have dogs too, and I agree. My dog is perfect. So I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and by, speaking of dogs, we both have the same uh, dog name, Bodhi. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. Which is awesome. Bodhi Sattva. Exactly. So, like Very cool. Steely Dan song. But 
Well, listen, it's been amazing having you on here, Brad. I think people get a kick out of this episode. And is there anything else you want to say or how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, I mean, I'm just at uh, either bradclotman.com or thecohostcompany.com to find more out about my uh, vacation rental management company here in Joshua Tree. Uh, And if you're looking for a place in Joshua Tree, I mean, I know realtors and and, and everything to try to find you a house as well, builders and stuff. Um, And then, of course, the Airbnb Humor group is just at Airbnb Humor on Instagram, or if you just Facebook search Airbnb Humor, you can be a part of the group. And it's really great. I love that when other hosts post in the Humor group. I mean, that's why I started it, so we could all come together and laugh. So if you're a host out there, please, like, tell your funny stories. I mean, we just had one today a longer story of a, of a suggestion somebody wrote that was kind of long and in-depth but really funny, and it was just great to see the feedback on that from a, from a fellow host. So uh, please you know, join that. Join the, the comedic part of Airbnb. Well, I want to thank you so much for being with us today and giving us your time and expertise, and I'm sure people are going to love this one. It's actually a little bit longer up uh, podcast that I usually do, but it was so much fun. So I really thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much well, for I your hope, time. <laughs> I, thank you. I really appreciate it. I mean, just being among the other guests you've had on this podcast, it's really an honor. So I just have to thank you Aww, for that. Thank you. This is really, thank really you. Likewise. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it for today, guys. If you are liking what you hear, go ahead, like, subscribe, share, comment. I love to hear your comments. The podcast is on iTunes, and so you can't really. But if you're on SoundCloud uh, or YouTube, you can. And if you're interested in becoming a host, guys, I know some of you are ready to take the plunge, then you can find that link, uh, my referral link, down in the show notes on SoundCloud or YouTube. And if you're interested, you can just go to my website there at rentalpreneur.com and find it. And uh, yeah, I guess that's all for today. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you on the flip side.